Welcome back to Radio Entrepreneurs. I'm Jonathan Friedman, and our next guest up is Ken Inadomi, uh, Executive Director of NY Pace. Welcome to the show, Ken. Thank you, Jonathan. Pleasure to be here. So tell our listeners a little bit uh, about NY Pace and what it is that you do. So NY Pace, we are a 501c3 nonprofit founded in the early 2000s. Uh, and basically, our mission is to help underserved, under-resourced entrepreneurs get to the next level. And we do that with a rather unique model. We mobilize volunteer advisors, many of them that come from a lot of the top professional firms uh, across the nation. And we mobilize these advisors into small teams, usually two to three advisors per team, working for an eight-week window with one entrepreneur at a time. Our entrepreneurs are mostly entrepreneurs of color, uh, black and brown. And they do a lot of the, they do everything that small business does, everything from, from laundromats, plumbing companies, daycare centers, hubs, just really anything under the sun. And the, we, the reason why we want to help them is as they grow, they're going to be creating jobs, neighborhood-based jobs. And we look at small business as really one of the key engines of economic development. We specialize here in New York City, uh, but we also have a uh, program uh, that we do remotely in Chicago. And you know, given the, the magic of virtuality, um, it really doesn't matter where the business is, as long as we can match them together with a pool of volunteer advisors. So it's been, again, it's been a unique model and it's been highly successful. Sounds like a wonderful model. So you, you talked about the structure being an eight week program, uh, two or three uh, people. Do, do the entrepreneurs come with a specific set of needs or issues that they present? Or is, uh, and I guess the follow on question to that is the uh, engagement highly structured or is it really left to the entrepreneur and the mentor to, to figure out how to, how to make that work? Sure, no, great question. You know, we have a, our favorite saying is, um, that every battle is won before it's fought. So we put a lot of time up front in gathering the information from our business owners, getting as many financial statements, getting really into their heads, their philosophy of what their aspirations are for their business. More times than not, the problems that we address are gonna be financial. Um, you know, these, the business owners, they tend to be incredibly charismatic, visionary even, and they have an instinctive way about business, but. They really don't have formal business education. Uh, a lot of times they're lost when it comes to cost, uh, when it comes to establishing break-even, when it comes to reducing fixed costs, all the things that you need to increase profitability, we're gonna help them with. About 80%, again, about 80% of the businesses that we help will revolve around a financial issue. Other 20% would be on areas such as marketing, social media, um, and maybe uh, market research, but mostly it's financial. How do we determine the project? We have, a, we have an extensive online intake form and application, which really gets into, again, the, not only the numbers, but the philosophy of the business owners. We follow that up with an in-person interview or a virtual interview, a live virtual interview uh, over Zoom. And, and by the time we match them up with their volunteer team, we pretty much have mapped out what the scope is of their project. And it has to be, again, it has to be a scope that can be addressable and deliverable within that eight week window. By the which, way- Which must be part of the challenge because uh, eight weeks to move anything in, in, in a uh, you know, financial sense is, is challenging enough. Um, to do it in a, in a uh, you know, where you're bringing a team together, you, you guys must really have, have, be dialed into the process and make sure that it works well. So it's, that's, that's wonderful. 
Yeah. Well, you know, you know, having done it enough times, uh, you know, we we really have the process down to to a real efficient, uh, a real efficient process that really is able to focus in and identify what the key pain points are for that business owner uh, as quickly as possible. But you know, we, we it used to be we used to have a program that was uh, twelve to thirteen weeks, about ninety days. Last year during COVID, we felt that we had to decrease that window because there was a greater urgency that these businesses were facing. And we really helped them in three critical areas. And you can imagine what they are. We helped them conserve cash because so many of them had to, had to uh, had vastly yeah. reduce customers. We had to help them explore you know, business, different business revenue streams. That word pivot comes up. You know, could they go from, from an in-person to a virtual uh, business model? And we helped them really develop their instincts and their technology there. And then the third major area of help from last year, some carrying over to this year, is increasing their access to capital. You know, strategy and consulting goes so far, but you really need capital to grow a business. And we help them increase their, their sources there. That, that was a question that was really on the top of my mind when we started, when you, when you first explained what you're doing and, and, uh, and how, to, how, how challenging is that? Um, we hear that all the time. Access to capital is, is difficult, uh, especially for... Uh, first-time entrepreneurs, um, you know, perhaps, uh, as you said, um, entrepreneurs of color, inner city, um, you know, are the programs available and it's, it's a function of not knowing about the programs or is the access to capital, I mean, you, you know, the, the, the average uh, retail bank uh, with a commercial lender, um, you, you have to provide such collateral and details that, you know, a first-time entrepreneur is, is, is probably overwhelmed by the prospect. In most cases, right. Well, you know, fortunately, there's a whole ecosystem of lending uh, which really favors and understands the needs of under-resourced, underserved entrepreneurs. They're called CDFIs, Community Development Financial Institutions, <clears throat> and basically, it's it's just that there are community-based lenders that understand that do outreach in the community, and they understand the needs and the limitations that and the restrictions that small business owners, especially small business owners of color are facing. I mean, let's face it, you know, a lot of the, the minority communities, they're either unbanked or underbanked. Uh, typically their credit scores are in the mid 600s. You really need a credit score of over 700 to get any kind of favorable loan. Um, entrepreneurs of color, if, they, if they're lucky enough to get a loan, typically it's only at a fraction of what they actually need or ask for. So there's discrimination all along the way. The CDFIs address that, and they're trying to close that gap. You know, because really, what it, what it comes down to, Jonathan, is we're we're looking at closing the the, the racial equity, the racial, uh, the wealth equity gap uh, in America. Uh, you know, two of the major cornerstones for building wealth in America are home ownership and entrepreneurship. Both of those opportunities have over time been systematic, have systematically excluded people of color, either through redlining on the home ownership uh, aspect, or again, lending discrimination on the entrepreneur, entrepreneurship aspect. Um, so on, for, the, for business owners, we try and do as much as we can to make sure that they become uh, a credit worthy and, 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 and a good uh, lending client for these CDFIs. And a lot of what we do by, by addressing their financial statements and making sure that they have the confidence to walk into those meetings, a lot of what we do is on that preparation side. 
It sounds like a really invaluable uh, service, obviously, that you're providing. Um, t tell us a little bit about the scope of, of what you've managed to do. Uh, I know before we started recording, you said you've been with the organization four years. Uh, how many entrepreneurs uh, or entrepreneurial organizations are you typically working with over the course of a year? Um, is the challenge in finding enough volunteers? Is the challenge in finding enough companies that are uh, interested? Where, where, where do the challenges lie for, for you running the organization? Wait. You, you, you have numerous of a crystal ball. I think, I mean, you basically identified our two key challenges. Where do we find what we call shovel ready projects, entrepreneurs that, that are ready, that are open to receiving advice. Uh, we want to, we, we don't really help startups. We want to see established companies at least one or two years past startup. We'd like to see revenue of at least a hundred thousand dollars. And we really want to help businesses that are owned by either women, minorities, or veterans, you know, those, we feel those are the populations that are that are the most vulnerable and that have been really marginalized by the mainstream business economy. Uh, and then the X factor, we want to make sure that the business owners that we help, that they'll listen, that they will work with one of our volunteer teams. You know, the the implied value of an NY Pace volunteer team, if you think about it, three advisors giving, let's say, three to five hours of volunteer time a week over eight weeks ends up being about 80 hours of volunteer time. If you impute even a conservative per hour charge on that, that ends up being about a $25,000 value consulting project. We tell our owners, look, if you're gonna get that kind of really mental brain power, please, you gotta be accessible. You've gotta be forthcoming with information. You know, if, if, if questions are asked, you have to have answers there because these teams, they wanna do all they can to help you, but you have to do your part. Now, the funny thing about it is uh, you know, the, uh, our advisors, we tell them, you know, we know you're smart, but the business owner doesn't, he doesn't want to know how smart you are. He wants to know how much you care. Mm -hmm. And, you know, so much of this is the EQ. We tell our advisors, you know, your people skills are of paramount importance here because if the owner, if you don't earn the business owner's trust, they're going to tune out. So, so much, we get, the experience they get through NY Pace, it's been, it's been remarkable. Uh, across the board, it has been a career enhancement for them. Um, so, you know, I tell these young bankers or these young accountants that, that are aspirational, that's fine, but you're never going to get the kind of frontline experience, real world experience, than working with a business owner up on 125th Street, you know, who really needs your help about lowering his break-even costs. You know, you're, you're never going to get that kind of exposure. So really take advantage of it. It, it, it really, uh, I see how the model uh, that you've got can be a, a tremendous win-win on, on both sides, you know, giving so much for the volunteers and having that opportunity to really be at the grassroots level and, and, and changing people's lives. Um, where, where, you know, in some of the larger corporations, you're working with multinationals or Fortune 1000 companies, and you don't really see the impact of your work as directly or, or perhaps as, as uh, immediate uh, gratification as you might have. Right. And the flip side with these entrepreneurs who, uh, as you talk about, wouldn't traditionally have access to such brain power and, and capability. Um, but I could see how, how the challenge is to, is to develop that relationship, that trust. Um, because as you said, you know, you can give all the great advice in the world if they're not taking it in or they don't believe it or don't trust in, in, in it, um, you know, it, it really doesn't uh, get you anywhere. So, right. Uh, you, know, and, and, you know, Jonathan, one of the things that, that, that we say to both our entrepreneurs and our advisors and our funders, frankly, is that, you know, NY Pace, we're at, we're at a unique intersection 
at a point in time right now in which we're kind of at the crossroads of three major trends, uh, all of which are fairly obvious. The first one, of course, is uh, there's a growing intolerance of racial equity. We realize that the, the playing field is not level. We're trying to level that. We're trying to give entrepreneurs of color the same access to resources, to strategy, uh, to help, to open doors as you know, the, the white population has, the white entrepreneurial population has. Second, there's been a surge of entrepreneurship among people of color, mainly because a lot of the mainstream opportunities have been denied them, okay? I've had more than one entrepreneur saying that it was easier for me to start my business than it was for me to get a job. I mean, imagine that statement, but you know, it, 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 it's true, there's, there's truth there. And the third major trend is there's been an increase in volunteer engagement especially among the younger generation. They want to give back, but they don't want to waste their time. And what we provide at NYPACE is a structured way to give back, to volunteer, to really feel that you're making a difference, and to see tangible results, to actually see businesses grow, create jobs, gain access to capital. Sounds wonderful, which is what we're all about at Radio Entrepreneur. So it's been a real pleasure uh, getting to know you, Ken, and learning about your organization. Kenny Nadomi, Executive Director of NYPACE, if people want to reach out to you and uh, find out more about being a part of your program, either from a volunteer perspective or from uh, an entrepreneurial perspective, what's the best way for them to reach out to you? Yeah, I, I, the best way, just go to our website, nypace.org. Um, and you can uh, either write me, ken.inadomi at nypace.org, or just info at nypace.org, and it'll get to me. And whatever you might, whatever you might want to know about, whether you have a, a business owner you'd like to recommend, whether you're an advisor that would like to raise your hand and step up and, and actually volunteer, whether you're a funder that would like to give us support, you know, wherever you're coming from, we'd love to hear from you. Excellent. It's been a real pleasure learning about your program, learning uh, more about how you help the community, and I uh, wish you continued success. Thank you, Jonathan. A real pleasure. Our guest has been Kenny Nadomi, Executive Director of NY Pace, and we'll be right back with another segment on Radio Entrepreneurs.